you ever wondered about the wild activities that go on at a bar? Well, that wondering ends right now. Welcome to the Open Bar Talk Podcast, where host Jim Search sits down with bartenders near and far to hear the whopping tales that only a drink slinger has. So buckle in, have a cold one, and enjoy it. And it's going down one more time, y'all. It is Open Bar Talk Podcast, a podcast dedicated to the crazy world that bartenders live in. Uh, if you want to find the show, you can do that, openbartalk at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to find us on Instagram, you can do that, openbartalk. And also, every Thursday, Friday, uh, you know, we have a nice little segment there called Saucy Stories. Uh, these are stories from my crazy world of drinking. Uh, go check those out. Uh, if you're wondering whose voice this belongs to, it's me, Jim Search. Uh, you can find me at jimsearchcomedy.com. You can go on all social media, find me at Jim Search. Uh, I make it super easy to get a hold of me. Uh, if you want to find the show, you can do that. Uh, rate, uh, you know, I'm sorry. Rate, review, subscribe. Uh, if you want to find the show, here's how you do it. Go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, go to Spotify, go to iHeartRadio. It's across all the platforms. And download it, tell a friend, it's so much fun, You'll, you're going to love the show. Now that I've gotten all of that out of the way, uh, I'm really excited to uh, introduce our guest here for this episode. A uh, very funny dude, uh, you know, we've known each other for a minute now. It's a lot of shit, and quite frankly, I had no idea it was a bartender. So, uh, you know, the layers uh, uh, keep revealing themselves. And again, I'm super pumped to have you on the show, Jerron Young. How are you, sir? How you living? Yo, I'm I'm great, man. I'm great. Just uh, just over here chilling, chilling at home like I should be. Uh, yeah, so that's it. <laughs> not 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 attending any sneezing parties uh, yeah, out there. No, no, they. I got invited, but I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll skip that, you know, uh, I, 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 you know, good luck with that. Um, I was, uh, you know, it's funny. I was watching, uh, oh God, I was watching some show and, uh, there in Atlanta, there was like a nightclub. This is like within, I don't know, maybe like a month or so they had a pool yeah. in the, in the club. Like it was oh, like no. a pool. Yeah. It was, it was like, I, I mean, the virus was just like, this is exciting. I can't believe <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I can't believe I got invited to this party. <laughs> so so exciting, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is. I mean, I've like the beginning of uh, this show when it started. I was just like, oh, you know, we are recording in a pandemic, and now it's like this is a given. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, this going this going to be out. This people are not wearing masks. And yeah, it is. This is just going to be what it is. Yeah. Um, so, anywho, uh, so yeah, so uh, again, super pumped to have you on here, sir. Uh, so tell us, I mean, tell us a little bit about how you got into the world of bartending. Uh, so I, I was, I moved originally to New York to act, and uh, when I got out of school, I did a, a theater tour. Um, that was like for it was mostly for like kids. Um, but it, it went like all over and then I came back and that was like right out of school and I came back and I didn't have a job or anything to do. Um, so one of my best friends worked for a, uh, a Broadway, like a, a, a company that like, so like did like, alcohol, like, like uh, ran the bar for like Broadway shows and stuff like that. Okay. Um, so I got the, I got the hookup um, and it was only like three hours a night and I would just bartend like 
intermission and like the opening and, and then I would get the dip. Like it was, it was super quick. Um, like easy money. Uh, yeah. And then after, after that wasn't enough money, I, I'd like kind of moved on and, and got to like more serious, uh, more, more like serious, like actual bartending spots. Um, okay. Yeah. But that's how I started like in, in the bartending in the theater. So you kind of, I mean, as, as so many stories in New York city, but, uh, you got the hookup and yeah. was able to navigate into that world, uh, yeah. which, you know, I mean, that is story of everything but i think more especially with bartending like it's... yeah i feel like that's the only that's the only way people get jobs because you always need like i feel like for every bartending job you need like it'll be like two years of experience and the only thing that trump's two years of experience is like oh yeah but he cool <laughs> <laughs> this is my friend he cool and they're like can he bartend he's like i don't know he's like all right let's just teach him you know <laughs> yeah um, right yeah so it's <laughs> that's funny <laughs> two years or now nah, that's my nigga he cool yeah exactly yeah he cool oh okay cool bring him on yeah then i'll fuck with it let's let's yeah. make this real um so so you so yeah so you just jumped right in now so you've worked uh broadway uh shows and you've also worked in uh more traditional bars yeah um, what so like obviously other than the clear aesthetics like what's the difference did you have you seen in between both of these crowds i mean the people that uh the people at the broadway shows are are uh i feel like they're way more entitled mm. uh, right like they just spent like a like 150 dollars for a ticket most of them um, right so they they have like a little bit of money or they're like on vacation and they they have they still have a little bit of money but they don't appreciate what they're doing so they like like appreciate the show so they're trying to get drunk um <laughs> you know like whereas like in like a regular bar they that that was like that was the reason why they showed up it's not like this it's not like this like plus thing that they that they think is supposed to be like a, a bonus extra mm-hmm. yeah, people people in the theaters would be like suit was just super entitled because you don't you only have like a half an hour in the beginning of the shift to like uh give people drinks and then for intermission you only have like 15 minutes so it's like a mad dash and people are just trying to like get their stuff and get back to their seat as, as soon as possible They're, yeah oh shit so, yeah it's yeah it's it's bad like tell them tell them you don't have coffee or something like that they're like blow up on you or whatever yeah or you're about to close because the show's about to start and they're like just one more thing like <laughs> one time one time this dude like shouted he was, uh, we, I had to like close the bar. I think I was at, I was working at like Hamlet or something like somewhere where everything had to be quiet. Like it, mm-hmm. it, you couldn't, you couldn't have any drinks at your seat because everything had to be quiet. We couldn't even like put ice in the cups. Cause like people would like shake the ice cups and be distracting. Right. And, uh, this dude, like I had to cut off the bar and it was just me by myself. And this, I was like, all right, everybody, I, I'm sorry. This person right here is going to be the last person. And then this person from the back of the line yells, I need a Diet Coke, please. I'm a diabetic. I was like, that doesn't <laughs> make I was like, that is, that is a terrible lie. And every everything just, like, stopped for a second. Everybody looked at him. <laughs> and like, and like, just kept serving. I was like, that is a terrible lie. Um, yeah, that's... Um, I was lie about that. <laughs> but then, like, not even know what... <laughs> like, what you would use a Coke for as a diabetic yeah, like, that's just shooting so far, uh, like, shooting so clean off the hip of just, like, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 need a, I need a soda and my leg hurts. Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. Mm. 
No, and also this is uh, that's very dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it, I'm certainly no doctor. Uh, yeah, but that is that is bizarrely uh, that's that is an example I think bizarre entitlement of yeah. I yeah. just I can't think of the thing I need to explain to you, but I just I want the thing I want. Exactly. Yeah, I just want the thing that I want. And um, you have the thing that I want, and I don't give a fuck if there's other rules involved. Just give exactly, me, yeah. give me my thing. Exactly. Yeah, and that's the other thing, too, with the theater, instead of, like, a regular bar, is people, the theater is just, like, you give them their stuff and they leave, whereas, like, a regular bar, like, people are, you know, they're hanging out and they're drinking, they're relaxed. Sure, sure. Relaxed. Yeah. So it's more, so I would say probably more transactional uh, in the yes. theater space than versus... Yes. Because you're not, you know, you're not trying to get to know, especially a lying diabetic, probably. Yeah, not. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so where are you from? Like, what you <laughs> what's what's your next lie? Exactly. Wait, yeah. I'm inter- I'm interested in you uh, not telling me the truth again. Let's continue. Yes. Um, which which one are you? Yeah, or type A, or you know, are you, <laughs> you know, type four? Because I'm exactly, sure that yeah. this is a unique strain you have. So, what would you say in working uh, in the theater space? Like, what would you say is one of the most like just entitled moments where you're just like, who raised you? Like, I'm I'm a little, I'm intrigued. Uh, I I would hate. So we would get like celebrities kind of often, and they would they would complain about the price to a point where it would be like they would kind of take it out on you. Mm. And I would be like, I'd be like, don't you, aren't you, a, aren't you in the Avengers? Like, what are you, like, <laughs> why, why is it, I get it, $10 for a soda is expensive, but like, I can look up what your salary is. Like, I, <laughs> I, I know what percentage of your money that is. Um, yeah, it was, it, it used to get, sometimes it would be really bad with, with like celebrities and they'd walk up and they'd be like, oh, like. Like how, like how much is this? And I, I, maybe they just like expected free shit. Maybe that's what they, they were like, oh, complaining. Mm. So I'd be like, oh, here, Mr. Mackey, take it. But no, that was not at all what the, you know, that wasn't at all what it was. It was just like them being like, them just being, just being assholes. Oh man. That's, I mean, part of me is like not shocked at that. But then on the other hand, it's like, not that they, I don't know. Maybe they don't give a fuck. They clearly don't. Yeah. But like, yeah. like everyone else around you and them are also probably having the same thought you are. Just like you were on Grey's Anatomy for exactly. the entire show. Exactly. Like, what, yeah. You didn't die. You made yeah. it the entire time. And yeah. I'm so confused as to why. Again, like why fifteen dollars? It it hurts. I don't. Yeah. It, it shouldn't. Yeah. This shouldn't hurt. Somebody was like, somebody was like, oh yeah, you go. They were like, uh, you're gonna have us taking the bus home or the train home. And me and the other bartender look at each other like we catch the train all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so wrong with the train? Is there? Yeah. <laughs> like I, I feel like we're having two separate conversations right yeah. now. Yeah, exactly. Or that I don't know if you know that I am wearing a vest behind this counter. Because, <laughs> exactly, yeah. Or um, uh, I am not waiting on the helipad uh, yeah, after exactly. after my shift. So yeah, it's like you you just tip me a dollar. Like that is uh, that is that is what everyone else is giving me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and talking to. Yeah, no, no. Read the room. 
yeah. read read the fucking room. Yeah. Uh, so so how long were you working uh, in the Broadway space? Uh, for a minute, man. Probably like uh, maybe like two, maybe like three or four years. Okay. I did that? Yeah, I like did that, and then I would have like a little uh, side job to kind of supplement. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I did that for a couple years because it was like it was just so easy that that it, it would be and sometimes you would make like sometimes the money you would make would be almost like stealing like it would feel <laughs> like you were stealing money like you make like a hundred dollars a shift or something like that at like a at like a play that everybody wants to see and uh mm-hmm. you work like eight shifts a week so you're you're making like eight hundred dollars mostly tax-free uh i mean if you choose to keep it that way right <laughs> um, <laughs> that's your world yeah, exactly. Um, uh, you know, like for working like twenty four hours, you could. It could also suck too, where you could make like thirty dollars a shift. But, um, but yeah, sometimes it would just be like criminal the amount of money you would you would make from from some of these shows. So it's like it's very much a feast or famine sort of yeah uh, sort of vibe, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And I would say too, it's like you know, even like like saying like $800 a week, but if that's tax free, that is essentially like a thousand, right? Like if you were to like not take taxes, then you're also accounting for how much more that that actually, the value of the money. Right. Yeah, exactly. So I get it. It would take taxes out of your like hourly check that would, Mm. that would get, but the tips for some reason, I don't know if they would report them. I probably shouldn't say that on. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know about everyone else, but I always filed. So right as <laughs> yeah. as as you should, as a honest American, exactly. that is the most important thing to do, and mm-hmm. we are here for that. Exactly. Now it's uh, about mm-hmm, accountability. Now, after so after uh, the Broadway stint, you said you you went into the more I guess traditional side, like yeah, the, the regular and then the regular, but you know the not Broadway. Yeah. Uh, so what what was that like? Tell us a little bit about it. That was actually pretty cool, man. The first spot I worked at was um, was that the first spot? I, yeah, I think the first spot I worked at outside of Broadway theaters was uh like uh this spot called Bowmore. Um, okay. Which the the money there sucked, but I got to work with like I got to work with like good friends of mine, so that was that was fun. Um, but I, I left because the money there did wasn't like great. Because um, I, I I think that was like the beginning of me doing stand up. Okay. So I only I also only wanted to work during the day, which <laughs> a bar manager they always look at you weird. They're like, "What? What do you want to do?" It's like I just want to work. During the day, they're like, you know, you're not going to make as much. I'm like, yeah, I already, I already know. I just need a job, and I need something that's flexible. So, right, um, right. So, so yeah, I worked, I worked there for a little while, and then I worked at a spot called um, Cafe Tallulah, which is not. I don't think it, it doesn't exist anymore. Uh, but that was on the Upper West Side, and like all the, all the dudes I bartended with there, they like taught me how to actually like bartend, mm. um, uh, like make cocktails and and how to how to like free pour and like free pour, like not with counting it, but like looking at, looking at like a, they would use um pint glasses and they would measure things like in a pint glass. Gotcha. Um, so just how to like look at things to measure them um, and, and have like a little bit of flair and style. And it, they were all Serbians. Uh, okay. Were, 
Serbians are cool as shit. I never, I did not know. Uh, but yeah, they were all like super cool. Like you were, if you, there was one morning I came in, like I came in mad late and I was clearly hungover. I was like out until like five o'clock in the morning, which is not normal for me. Right. Um, I came in mad late and the bar manager was sitting there. who was like the Serbian dude. And there was like a bar meeting and all the bartenders were there. And I was the only person that wasn't there. And, <laughs> and, 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 I just like, I, I'm already hungover. And I just walked in and Nesha, the bar manager, is just sitting there with his head in his head. And I was like, and he's like talking. I was like, oh shit, is this like everybody's there? I was like, oh my God, oh no. And I just sit there, I just walk in and just sit down like nothing. And they can just see me like struggling. So they're right. like, they're like uh, we, we have to set up the bar for the morning. And it's a little bit late. It's a little bit past like opening time or a little bit past like uh, time for the shift to start. And that's just like, all right, brothers, let's help out Gerard. <laughs> 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 because they could see how fucked up I was. <laughs> they were such cool people, man. It was it was very it was it was a dope a dope uh, experience working there. That's um, that's funny, man. Yeah, yeah. I was so drunk from the night before. And that's I feel like you know, uh, and you know, the, having you having worked in the industry, uh, I haven't, but I would say insight is that like there might be a little bit more forgiving Uh, (laughs) because, you know, there is, uh, you know, this is a stressful job and Mm -hmm. perhaps I needed to party a little bit harder than I normally do. So we are, we are all human. So (laughs) (laughs) I am not flawless. So I just want you to, I want you to know that. Uh, I am. Take, yes, accept me for my imperfections make me perfect, and let's start slinging some drinks. Okay. Uh, so, so, t- so, what? So, what was the clientele like there with the, the Serbian uh, folks? Uh, that one was more like that one was a lot more upscale because it was on the Upper West Side. Okay, uh, the bar was was pretty. It was like. Uh, I guess like upscale casual was like the food and like the bar. Um, mm-hmm. like the bar was like this big, like, I think it was like the largest, um, zinc, like the, the, yeah, the biggest zinc bar in Manhattan or something like that. Oh, so it shit. had like, yeah, it was insane. It had like, it seat like, it seated like 30 people. So you would just work in like sections. There would be like on busy nights, there'd be like three bartenders, like one person on service and then two people, um, like just like making drinks for people at the bar. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a big, like swanky kind of bar, man. Um, a lot of like higher, higher end clientele. You can make really good money there too. But again, like I was doing stand up, so I didn't work nights that often, but the nights I did work were really good. I shit. I could imagine if, yeah. if you're working the great Gatsby, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know. that's exactly what it was, but it was the great Gatsby. Like that's like that is literally like that is the mental image that came into my head. It was like, yeah, oh, this motherfucker's at, uh, is working in this in like a speakeasy, yeah, uh, a classy speakeasy. Like there was like a basement where they had like a which was definitely like the Great Gatsby. They had like a pool table down there, and it was like very like sleek. And they would only have private parties down there. I mm. think I think that at one point they were somebody was running an open mic down there. Oh, um, okay. But yeah, I, uh, but yeah, it, it was like a very like sleek, like swanky basement. You work parties down there. The parties would be like stupid money for three hours. 
Right. <laughs> like, you make like four or five hundred dollars sometimes for nothing. <sighs> Jesus, <laughs> man. Nothing, man. I sign me up. I mean, yeah. I'll I'll risk I'll risk the Rona for it. Let's do this. <laughs> Let's get into it. I don't think it exists anymore. So then, but it, it was good while it lasted. Now, so higher higher end clientele um, here. What were were there any <clears throat> were there any nights where there like folks in there just completely wasted, and you're like, wow, you this might be high end, but goddamn it. I mean, that was like, that was kind of all the time. Right. <laughs> There's always that one person who just, who just won't leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. There was always, there was like the, always these two white guys that would come in and they would just start, they would start having like conversation about conversations about race that would just be like very, very problematic. And like, like where, where it's like, A, you're, A, you're drunk. So you already can't really think straight and B, you know, nothing. So, right. like, <laughs> so like, what are you doing here? Um, yeah, but there, there would always be, there was one dude who would come in and he would try to like test people like, <laughs> on drinks that they knew. Oh, so he'd boy. be like, he'd come in, he'd be like, I, and I was like super new. He was like, could I have a, a he sounded like, um, like, uh, like Philip Seymour Hoffman when he would be like, when he would play characters that were like, uh, like, like, uh, deadpan. Mm-hmm. He'd like come in. He'd be like, "Can I have a? Uh, can I have a a, a paper plate?" And he'd be like, "He'd be like," I'd, and he would just like look at your face, and he'd be like, "I trust you know how to make that." <laughs> <laughs> and then I would like go over to like there was like a big book of cocktails, and I would have to go over to the cocktail book and be like, "How the fuck do I make a paper plane?" And he would just sit, and it was just like a look of satisfaction on this dude's face, and he looked he looks exactly how he uh he sounds how he sounds yeah looks exactly mm-hmm. how he sounds would eat like would eat burgers black and blue like yep. like like yeah he looks he looks and yeah looks exactly how he sounded oh my god um, that that is a level that is, it, again not shocking but that is such yeah. like a unique wedge of a human being right yeah. like yeah. Th- that this is and this is his thing right this is yeah. how he how he lives his life yeah, uh, which is fucking. That is really funny. Um, I guess how we got his self esteem boost for the day. He'd be like, "I know how to make a paper plane." And <laughs> like, then leaving, like, I, I may not be attractive or smart, but I know how to make a paper plane. <laughs> at, the, at the end of the day, this drink is mine, and I want. And someone does not have the thing that I have. Exactly. Yeah. It's like where, like, why are you walking away from me? Well, <laughs> I think you know the answer to that, sir. Uh, that's fucking funny, man. Uh, so, so that was your time. Uh, that was your time there. Uh, why, yeah. why did it? Why did they close? Were you there when they closed, or did you leave before? No, before I, I left before then. I don't even, to be honest, I don't even really know why I left <laughs> left there. I think like I don't know. I think I just wanted to work somewhere else. Fair um, enough. It was like a lot of it's like a lot of work during the day. Like I would have to carry tons of wine boxes and stuff downstairs mm. and and that just got exhausting after a while and i was like i don't want to do this anymore it's a lot of work and so not very much bread yeah you gotta make sure that uh juice is worth the squeeze uh if you will <laughs> right uh so you left there um and yeah. then you went you said you were at another spot is that right yeah i went to five napkin burger 
Oh, okay. Nick, that's, uh, I was there, uh, I went there, I think it was last year, was the last time yeah. I was in there. So I kind of get, which one did you, which one were you working at? I worked at the one in Union Square, and then I worked, I got hired to work at a new one that they were opening, and that okay. was on the Upper East Side. But I, I, they put me at Union Square while the Upper East Side one was opening, and then I went to the Upper East Side one, and then, um... Uh, they needed somebody at Union Square again, so I offered to go back there because it was it's so it was so far. To, it took so long to get to the Upper East Side when it took like longer. And I live uptown; like it took longer to get there than it did to Union Square. So interesting. I just went back to Union Square. Yeah. Well, yeah, oh, you, well, I would think. Yeah, I mean, like, there's a couple different shots to get to Union Square uh, from anywhere, right? Hence, yeah. uh, being a square, Union Square. Yeah. But, like, yeah. The Upper East Side is kind of its own little beast yeah. uh, in terms of trying to get there. So if you're on the East, this is all like uh, folks are listening who are like, what the fuck? This is this is very New York City uh, centric talk right now. But um, the Upper East Side is its own little world. Um, so I get it. Uh, so so you were at uh, Five Napkin. And so I, I can visualize that um, there. What were what were some of those experiences? like? Uh, Bro, it was almost all awful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was so terrible. Um, there were so when I worked there. Oh my god. Uh, I feel like uh, uh, so when I worked there, they had two happy hours, right? And the happy hours were disgustingly cheap. Like oh, it was no. like, like dollar, like two dollar sliders and like five dollar beers and like. 50 cent wings so people would just come and they would get completely trashed right and their their checks would be like 14 dollars, and they'd leave me three dollars and it would be so much work and um i got one of my friends <laughs> i got one of my friends a job there and he literally worked there for for a week before i one like i was working with him one day and happy hour started and somebody walked through the door and me and him looked at each other, and we were both making the same face. I had been there for, like, eight months. It only took him a week to get to where I was. <laughs> for, for happy hour. Because it was so awful, man. It was, like, it was like five to seven, and then there was another one from um, 10 to midnight. And people would always come in at, like, 11.58, and they would just let people stay as long as they wanted. Um, oh, like no. one of those, Yeah, one of those deals, man. Um. But yeah, it was a lot of the it was it was in Union Square too. So a lot of people that came in were like really strange sometimes. Right. Um, like there was one guy who, uh, well, there was a lady. So I guess this is this is a, a better story. So there was a lady who came in. She comes in. She seems pretty nice. She's talking to me, and all of a sudden, she just like she finds out I'm an out. out I'm an like I was an actor too. Right. She's like, hey. She's like, oh well, like. You know, I was in prison, and uh, they actually, like, hired me as one of the writers on Orange is the New Black. So oh, she was shit. like, I, you know, this, she was like, I can't make any guarantees or anything, but um, I, you know, like, I could maybe try to introduce you to some people, like, some of the people in the casting part. And I was like, I was like, you know, you know, like, we're in the business. People say stuff like that all the time. Sure. So it's, it's not a thing that you get excited over. No, You're like, that's... oh, yeah. Great. Like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, sure. That's that's cool. Like, here's my email. Like, I'll never hear from you again. Right. And um, 
she's like, yeah, you know, like I work for Orange is New Black. But other than that, she was like pretty, she was a pretty pleasant person just to like talk to. So mm-hmm. I gave her like a, I gave her like a free hot chocolate or something like that. And um, she was like hanging at the bar. She's the only person at the bar because that place was, it sucked. It was so slow. And, right, right, right. Uh, and uh, she's the only person at the bar. So I'm just standing there talking to her for the whole day. And she's just like, she, I was like, what's your name? She's like, my name's Ellen. I was like, oh, I'm Jerron. Nice to meet you. And uh, she goes, she her phone rings. She goes, I, I have to take this really quick. Um, here's my card. She's like, don't. She's like, don't worry. I'll be, I'll be right back. I was like, yeah, of course. Like, yeah, I know. Like, it's, it's fine. And uh, she steps outside real quick. I swipe the card, and it comes up declined. No. Right? I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, maybe she just. Uh, I was like, maybe she just. Um, like, uh, she'll be, she'll be right back. I swipe it again, and I was like, let me just try it again. I swipe it again, declined. So I'm in decline. I'm like, hmm. So I'm standing there for like two minutes, and I'm like, that's why she was talking to me so much because she she was trying to like she was like buttering me up the whole time. It felt like weird. That's right. The whole time it just felt weird. I was like, what does she actually like want from me? And I like went outside. I like went outside. I was like, uh, I look, I look from left to right. She's like, I don't see her on the street at all. I'm like, oh, damn, bro, no. this lady is just not gonna come back. Like exactly. she's just never. You got grifted. I got, I got grifted. I still want to see her one day to be like, Alan, it's me, Gerard. Did you have to talk to people? <laughs> <laughs> the new black? I quit my job and I'm just waiting for you. <laughs> like, you said you were going to talk to them. Did you ever talk to them? <laughs> Did you ever talk to them, Ellen? <laughs> yeah. Ellen, I've like, been, day in, day out, I've been waiting for you to come back. <laughs> it's like, I've been sitting in front of five napkin waiting for you. <laughs> I'm new in town. <laughs> that, that's so funny, man. Yeah, and, man. And you, I feel like in a situation like that, like, you know, when you get a vibe like that and you're like, something's off with this person, yeah. but, you, but you don't know what it is until it's yeah. too late. And yeah. in this case, it was like, oh her vibe was, I'm going to rip you off. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, or the vibe could have been like, well, I'm going to take a shit on the floor of the bathroom, (laughs) you know, like, but you know, there's something's coming. We just don't know what it's going to be. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I was just like, what is, I was like, what is up with this lady? Like, why is she so just like chatty and kind of like, just kind of like, like, like overly friendly. And it Mm. did, and it felt like there was like a veneer of like something else. It felt like a veneer and there was something else under it. Right. I, yeah, and I, yeah, you just can't put your finger on it, but it's like you're fucked up in some way. I don't I can't I don't know what it is, but but you're yeah, gonna... there's there's teeth under your there's a lot more mm-hmm. teeth. You're you're hiding more teeth when you smile. Right, exactly. <laughs> there's another and row of teeth behind your teeth. You have a shark you have a shark mouth and exactly. it is going to happen. And I just <laughs> and I just don't know what it is, but in this mm-hmm. case it's that. Uh, what you should what you should do is uh, just uh, check the credits of all the oranges and the blacks. <laughs> and on the off chance that uh, her name is actually Ellen, uh, then we can uh, we can do some research and figure out who the fuck this is. Yeah, no, I, I doubt it. She probably <laughs> probably had actually, she'd probably actually been to prison. But uh, well, I mean, that's the oranges and the black. 
well, theft of goods and services uh, isn't yeah. too far behind what she just did. So exactly, yeah, you know that's a uh, that's not a, uh, a too far fetched uh, situation to have yeah. uh, peel off. Now, yeah, what that was her first time? No, that wasn't. That's and no. won't be. Wasn't the last either. No, no. What? Um. So what did the? Uh, I mean, did you like just tell the manager like, look, I just got we got to walk. Yeah. Like, how does yeah. that? Yeah, basically, I was just like, yo, uh, this lady left me her card. I swiped it, and it came up declined, and she just didn't come back. And they were like, oh, Jerron, you got to take people's IDs when you blah, blah, blah. You got to take people's IDs when when they, like, leave or whatever. You got to hold something that's collateral, which has never been, like, that's never been the rule. I'm like, I, you know, like, I'm not. They're like, you know, like, I, next time it happens, you got to, like, take it out of your check. But I'm mm. like... You're not gonna do anything. <laughs> like, yeah, gonna... that's. I'll I'll quit before that happens. Exactly. So, yeah. Like I like I. This is this job is a, a diamond dozen. Yeah, that's the thing. Like you know, especially yeah, in like that like sort of like corporate chain sort of universe of just like yeah, yeah I can legitimately go do this somewhere else. Like you're not exactly. Yeah. That that's a that is an empty threat. It's exactly, a, very, yeah. a very empty threat. Um, now, so that was, so that was, so that was one of the situations, right? Has there ever, what, like, was there any other moments where you're just like, God, this is really shitty or like, wow, I can't believe there, these people walk the earth. Uh, the, one of the managers that I had there at one point was like, uh, awful and like quite racist. Um, <laughs> like, like I, I believe it. Very racist. Um, <laughs> there was there was one time where this this dude came in. He's like two black dudes came in, and uh, they were like they're like hood dudes, but they were cool, right? And mm-hmm. uh, uh, they ca- and ev- like uh, all the managers were like, "Jerron, are you okay? Jerron, are you like is everything?" Oh, I'm like, "Yeah, Jesus. like like I'm like yeah, like what? Like I don't even like I don't I don't even understand like like white people come in who are like way weirder looking than like the two dudes who were sitting at the bar, right? Like. I was like, I was like, I was saying, like, there, there have been white people come in this bar who look like, like neo-Nazis and nobody checks up on them. I was like, that's, that's the time to check up on me. Like when there's a dude like drawing swastikas on a napkin. Like, that's, like, <laughs> that's like the time to come. There was, there was actually, there was like a white dude who like came in and was like drawing like weird, like weird symbols and shit on a napkin. And he was wearing like a dashiki. I was like, this is, I was like, this don't, this don't add up. And nobody, nobody came and checked on for me then. But like when there's like two black dudes at the bar who look like, who are wearing like rock aware, then, then there's a problem. <laughs> right. It's like, um, and, uh, at one point the manager, the one who, like the GM comes up to me. He's like, he's like, uh, he's like, Jerron, um, just, just like, you know, and this was actually before the, the lady who, uh, who did the credit card thing to me right. who like dipped on a check to me with me um happened um who was white by the way uh, mm. and, and uh the manager comes up he's like uh yeah not to you know we're not trying to single anybody out or anything um but like there have been uh cre- there have been credit card frauds and we have to pay for that so um just make sure just make sure you 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 know like check their ids and stuff and i was like i i'd never been asked to do that before like, eh, right. like ever been asked to do that. He was like, you know, we're not trying to single it. And he could see the look on my face. So he was like, oh yeah, we're not trying to single anybody out or anything. We're just, we're just, you know, we're just being careful because, because that's been happening lately. And I was like, okay, sure. And then every time, <laughs> I, 
I was like, I, I was like, you know, what? I like hope these guys' fucking card is fake. Like, I, I hope it's fake. I'm not gonna ask them for ID or anything. I, the mm. whole time I was just like, y'all want anything else? Like, get whatever you want. <laughs> like, yeah, right. You want anything else? Like, just trying to be like as like hospitable as possible. Because that was the other thing too. It was like, there, there, it would be kind of rare that black people come in there. And it's like, oh, you wonder why no black people come in here? It's because you motherfuckers are racist. <laughs> like, that's and why you are scaring them away. Yeah, and like we, we feel it. Like, like that's, it's part of our survival is to feel like when I walk into a place, like, oh, like I just got to chill. Like, like you yeah, walk into, racist, walk into a racist place, like how like how like ghosts, like people who who sense ghosts walk in there, and they're like, oh, you feel that? <laughs> feel that wind? Yeah, <laughs> like that wind just called me the N word. I gotta, yeah. I'm gonna leave. Like it's very strong here. It's um, like it's like. Neck, 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 neck. <laughs> Did you hear that? Exactly. That is. Yeah. I, like, that, I don't know if I, I. I gotta check my ears, but I'm fairly certain the ghosts of uh, the Confederacy uh, are riding again. So perhaps we are never. We are never stepping foot in here again. And, you know, I can, like, you know, in your telling of the story, like, I can, you know, see your face as he's like, well, but, you know, I'm like, like, I don't like, you know, I'm like one of the, no, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Just, you know, the last credit card uh, fraud was, uh, I know it was a white woman, but never mind. Right. Yeah. Never mind that. Let's let's single out these, these, these Negroes. (laughs) Which are the real problem. Which, like, you know, and again, it's like, read the room. Like, if yeah. these these guys are coming in, right, not starting any problems, yeah. having food, not, you know, fitting a, a mold of just like, yo, I'm just trying to eat food. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what you think is happening here. I just yeah. want to get, I just want to have some drinks, and that's it. But yeah, meanwhile, exactly. you have, you have a shitty racist manager who's like, yeah. I, 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 I've seen The Wire. It's like, okay, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> okay, buddy. You know, that, they're there. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, uh, glad, uh, glad that's no longer in your life, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. sir. What was, so do you remember your last day uh, there? Oh, man. I'm, I'm surprised I don't because it felt so joyous. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like, like that was definitely one of the it was one of the happiest days of my entire my entire life. Like my last two weeks there were like I was I was like floating. Because <laughs> like, like, I, I, I knew I was like and it, it, it sucked too because there were a lot of people there that I that I like, you know, because shitty shitty jobs help people bond. Like, oh, you know, yeah, there's no there's no bonding like you all bonding over how bad the situation that you are all in is. Yo. Um, so yeah, I was with a lot of dope people, but yeah, it was like one. I think I think I gave I gave away a lot of shit that day. <laughs> that is, I gave away so much stuff to the point where people were like, "No, no, I should pay for that." I was like, "Please, it's it's my last day. Nobody <laughs> can't do anything to me." I was giving away so much shit. That's hilarious, yeah. and you and you should, by the way. Like that, you yeah. did the right. You did the right thing. Don't yeah. ever, don't ever second guess that uh, decision that you made. Yeah. Uh, to no, do I, that. I, I never will. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is going with me to the grave. So yeah. 
there's that, right? Um, all right. So, look, thank you for uh, walking us through your bartending origin story and <laughs> some of the, I say highlights, but lowlights, uh, because not fun, uh, but funny, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so again, thank you, man. Uh, we are uh, so we're going to get into our our next segment, which is uh, questions for our guests. Right? I'm not clever enough to come up with a better name for it. So just here <laughs> we are. Right? Like I just I only have so much. Um, so yes, these are five questions that we ask all of our guests, and uh, we are very excited to hear what you have to say to these. All right. Question number one: What is the biggest misconception people have about being a bartender? Oh, oh, I, I would say um, uh, that you that you like people. <laughs> <laughs> that you that you enjoy people's company. That's that's probably like the biggest thing. Like people will be like, oh, you, it must be like so much fun to like be back there and making drinks and like you get to talk to people and, and people are interesting. It's like some people are interesting. The majority of people are so boring and like don't know that they're boring. <laughs> that's one of the biggest things is that yeah it's that it's, uh, it's, uh, most most people are like pretty boring and it's fine um but yeah it's not it's not uh it's it's kind of rare that you get to talk to people unless you're like super um like i have a friend who, who i bartend with who's like very very he's very outgoing and can mm-hmm. like pull like everything out of someone and but like i don't like people enough to be able to do that right um, right that's fair yeah, like, by the way. yeah so so for the most part it's like people are just for for me it's like not that part of it isn't that much fun it's like people are mostly kind of boring <laughs> but think <laughs> but think they're interesting yeah exactly yeah i mean i think that's kind of like the through line of new york city is that like yes. i'm the most interesting person in the world yeah and it's like mm, but you're not uh yeah. so <laughs> let it go uh, so, all right. Question number two, what is the biggest tip you've ever received as a bartender? Ooh, <laughs> this could be, this could be because I, I'm like, not the most, not the most friendly. Um, but I will, but I think that like, I think I have gotten like, it's been like rare, but I think I, I've definitely gotten like, like a 50% tip before on like a big check. Okay. So maybe like uh maybe like a hundred dollars on like two hundred or something like that. Um right. yeah, so like like if it was like uh yeah, it's just somebody wanting to be more generous. I'll tell you a, a moment when it was actually like this is like, this is actually a, a sweet moment for attending. So this I, I've gotten bigger tips than this, but this meant more. So right. Like okay. Was, That's fair. So while I was at Five Napkin, which I, I hated and I, I was like I was having a really bad day. This lady, um, she gets like a bunch of food. She, you can tell she she might it might have been either for like a film crew or like the construction site because she was getting like a lot like a lot of stuff. And she had already she bought the food and it was all to go. And she already tipped me twenty dollars, which is a lot for you know like a lot for a to go order, right? Like it's mm-hmm. um, right, like that's all, like you know people don't even sometimes people don't even tip on to go stuff or they'll tip like a couple dollars. Um, so she gave me that. And then I like forgot one of her things and I was like, so apologetic. Like I, I felt awful cause she'd been so nice to me already. Right. And then she goes, she goes, it's okay. You have a lot on your mind. And then she gave me $20 more. <laughs> and I'm uh. like, bro, I, I, I've, I've never, like, that was like the one of the kindest moments I think I've ever had with anybody. 
because she I, like she just sensed it. I just had a lot going on and I was having a terrible day and, and I forgot it. And she was very gracious about it and even gave me more money because she could see that I just needed like some some sort of kindness. And it, re- it really like made my whole day so much that I still remember it now, even though that was like probably like four or five years ago. Shit, um, man. That like. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, the pendulum swung one way with uh, the Orange is the New Black uh, monster. (laughs) And then Karma was like, you know what? Let me send the other. Let me send this the other direction. Yeah. uh, You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, you know what? And, you know, this is like the, whatever, 27th episode I've done. And I think, like, that's, like, the first, like, feel-good moment. Like, kindness moment. Like, because, you know, like, certainly there's been, like like you know there's i've had guests on who have been like you know i've gotten you know whatever uh a 200 tip from some like sleazy wall street guy trying to fuck yeah. me, right yeah yeah or whatever that is but like this one obviously i think you won all right this yeah. is the ellen okay. do good whatever segment <laughs> be nice right that that's, right. that's one of these so all right so that is question number three uh no, I'm sorry. That was question two. Uh, question three is, uh, what is your biggest pet peeve of a customer? Oh man. Uh, that's easy. And it's, it's so random. Um, but I hate it when people, when you're like right in front of someone and they don't speak and they make the check, the check symbol, (gasps) like with their hands. Right. That is, that is the most frustrating thing. That is the most annoying. Cause it's like, you do that because you don't want to scream across like a, a restaurant. Like if, you're, if I'm far away from you, I, I get why you do it. You don't want to just scream. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, if I'm right in front of you, you just ask me for the check. Like, you know what I mean? Like it feels, it feels like such, it's such a, it's already such an entitled like symbol. It almost looks like a, like a, like how a prince like shoes people away. Like mm-hmm. it's almost like that mm-hmm. same, that same movement. Right, but, right, right. It, like right, in, right in front of someone's face is like very. I hate, I hate stuff like that. I guess like, like little like je- like if somebody like just points to their drink instead of asking me like, hey, can I have another drink? Um, mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Yeah, it's like where it's like th- there's a risk. Like I, I, I'm here. Like I'm here to 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 serve you things, but I'm not a servant. Like you, you can you speak to me like a regular person. Exactly. Um, like I, I'm I'm worthy of conversation. Exactly. And it's weird because even nice people do it. Like even people who have been, for the most part, pleasant while they've been at the bar or even like asking me how my day was. If they're if they're like if they get to a point where they're like kind of busy or they're like having a conversation, even they for even they kind of forget themselves and be like, will be like point at their water or like just raise their glass because they want to drink. It's like, just take a second and be like, hey, can I just can I have like another one? You know, yeah, that's that's it. It's so, it's such an easy thing, but it, it does. Cause those things add up at, over the course of a night to the point where like by the fifth or sixth time it's happened, I'm like, all right, fuck you. This is, I'm slowing down. Like I, I get passive aggressive. I just start doing everything slower for like for certain people. That's, so. that's t- <laughs> I get totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, I just, that's like my, that's my path. That's my, that's my way of like getting back at people and like feeling like I have some sort of like, control standing exactly yeah it's like i'll just i'll just not rush to do your stuff you know uh yeah let me let me take my time with this exactly yes i'm not here for that uh now uh question number four right uh if you owned a bar what would you name it 
Ooh, if I owned a bar, what would I name it? Hmm. <laughs> well, let's. I I would probably it would probably be like a theme bar. Like if I if I owned a bar, it would be like a like a spot you play like video games and board games all day. Okay. Um. So, uh, maybe like I don't know what I would call it. Uh, joystick, maybe. Okay. Uh, Which, that might be fun. There's a little wordplay in there of like a game joystick and also being behind the stick, which is code in the bartending world. Yeah. So I get it. I like yeah. it. Yeah, Look, this okay. is this is Jerron, this is your universe, man. I'm not, <laughs> I'm I would not I'm not here to slow that down at all. <laughs> joystick it is. All right. Yeah, joystick. Now, fifth and final question. What is your favorite drink to have? Not to make, but just what does Jerron drink? Mm. Uh, trying to think. I, I go through phases. Um, I feel like it's it's usually like something whiskey based. Uh, I really like Manhattan. It's like a really good Manhattan is is kind of like all all I need for like for like a like two Manhattans for like a night and you're good, right? Right. Um, yeah, that's kind of like. That's kind. Of, I guess that's kind of like yeah. That's like my go-to right now. I don't. If, you know, some places don't always make them great. Like if somebody shakes my Manhattan, I get a little bit. I'm like, come on, y'all. Um, yeah. <laughs> but like, tighten but up. Like, uh, exactly, tighten up, fam. Um, but like, I do. But yeah, I, I guess that's that's like my my go-to. It's like a Manhattan or um, whiskey sour. Mm. Um, I really like. Um, I like a, a a New York sour if I can get a New York sour with like a red wine float. Oh, that wow. is banging. Okay. Um, yeah, I, that's usually like if I see that on a menu, I'll get that. Um, yeah, I think I think those are my two like Manhattan or like a, a whiskey sour. Um, I, I also drink beer a lot too, so it, it would maybe be beer if I'm not having like a cocktail. Gotcha. Now, is there yeah. is there a type of beer like Are you a, a IPA guy? Like, what's your do you yeah, or yeah. any beer? I like I like uh, like hazy IPAs, so like mm. a little bit, kind of fruity and not not a little bit on the fruitier side and not so much with the bitter. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I get into that. Like that's yeah, we're on the same page with that. Yeah, I don't like the ones that taste like like medicine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. like this is this is I I can't like people enjoy drinking this. Like I I don't enjoy this. But the yeah. ones that have like a little bit of like fruit to them and, and a little bit of bitterness, I, I, I fucks with. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. It's like on the other side of it, it's like, why am I paying for this to be punished? I don't exactly. Yeah. This doesn't. Exactly. This doesn't make any sense at all. I want to enjoy yeah. the thing that I bought. Uh, so, all right. So those are our uh, five questions uh, for our guest. All right. Cool. And now we're going to get into our fifth and our, our final segment of the show, which is, what were you drinking? Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go into my Facebook timeline and find some of the <laughs> messier posts that people put up. And you, as a bartender, having seen people drunk off of so many different things, yeah. are going to diagnose and analyze what you think this person was drinking when they posted it. Okay. Okay. Now, and of course, you know, any clarifying questions are welcome, you know, what time, you know, gender, all that is clearly okay. open. All right. 
So, here we go. Um, here, all right. Yo, why does everyone always feel like their shit is more important than yours? <laughs> I do something for you. You don't forget about me. What I did do, or what I do, what I did do for you should take priority, especially if I'm doing you a favor. I'm about to switch that up real quick. <laughs> putting, okay. putting me and mine first. No more slipping up for real. <laughs> lot, lot, lot of things happening there. A lot, <laughs> lot of layers. Uh. I feel like that. I feel like those are like five p.m. Jameson thoughts. <laughs> I feel like I feel like those are thoughts. I don't know. I don't know if it was five p.m., but I feel like this person started drinking Jameson like a little too early, mm-hmm. and they were just they were just sipping Jameson like neat. And with every sip, they just started to think more and more about how for how how much they get taken for granted. And, <laughs> <laughs> and it all came to a head with that Facebook post. At what, what time was the post? Uh, this one, uh, was at 930. 930. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so a f- four hours of Jameson, they started at like four thirty, five o'clock, a little too early. And yeah, they, they start having those 930, like, you know what? People should appreciate me more thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I need, I need my flowers now so I can see. <laughs> exactly. So y'all gonna y'all gonna feel this post mm-hmm. uh very accurate i think that's a very sharp diagnosis of <laughs> what uh, what this individual is bringing to the table <laughs> uh you know jaron it is clear that you have bartended for a while and know, <laughs> and know what alcohol does for who so <laughs> we appreciate your uh, your work here sir um and you know that will so that you know that's going to do it for us this is our oh, cool man yeah this has been super fun man i'm uh, su- yeah. i'm glad uh i'm glad you reached out uh when i put up the call call to action here um so uh yeah you know again thank you all for uh tuning in here uh you know you know we're here uh every tuesday uh is a new episode uh you know and oh, i'm sorry uh Jaron, uh do you have anything you want to plug before you go uh instagram oh, yeah. handles all that shit uh tell uh, people yeah. where they can find you yeah you can find me on instagram at uh jar, jar, jar only uh 1988 um j-a-r-o-n-l-y 1988 um, and if you get a chance, uh, I did like a short film sketch a little while ago called Friday the Juneteenth. Um, it's, it's pretty funny and has good, great production value, uh, real blood and stuff. Uh, so, uh, give, give it a, give it a, give it a, a look-see when you get a chance. It's on YouTube and Vimeo and all that stuff. So go check that out. That really, I'm actually, I'm going to go check that out. That sounds pretty funny. <laughs> um, I can get into that. Uh, so yes, uh, you know, so go check out Jaron, uh, and also, you know, check out our show. Uh, you know, we are on all platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, you know, the thing with iTunes is that when you do rate, they only allow you to give five stars for our podcast. I don't know what that is. So you just have to click five. You can't click anything lower than that. That's just kind of the deal. Uh, so make sure you go do that, um, you know, and of course, uh, every Thursday, check out Saucy Stories. Uh, it's part of the uh, uh, Open Bar Talk Instagram page. Uh, there's some really funny stories from my crazy days drinking. Uh, you're going to love them. They're amazing. Uh, 
Uh, you know, if you want to find me personally, I am at Jim Search on all social media. JimSearchComedy.com uh, is another good place uh, to find my jokes and shit like that. Uh, and you know, that is uh, those are all the plugs. So you know, again, Jerron, thank you so much for uh, hanging out with me for an hour. This has been yeah, man. hilarious. Of course, man. Of course. And uh, you know, uh, make sure you put a water between each drink, and uh, we will catch you on the next one. Peace.